find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh behind the baller. Yo, 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 what up? You are now listening to the number one business show in your hearts. But we are legit the top 10 business show in many countries. When I say many, over 15 countries, no cap. We are the worldwide West Side behind the baller gang gang. I am your gracious host. My name is Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Also known as the Korean Liam Neeson, Odesu. The Asian Baby Jesus, and of course, Mr. Bad Back again. Let's get this week started off right, BTB Army. This is the weekend wrap-up. I got some stories to tell. Duh, right? I thought it was going to be a quiet weekend, just chilling with the Yang Gang, but nope. Um, Good karma got my back. Stop the cap. Colin Kaepernick is not NFL qualified. Um, You new motherfuckers are soft. And your boy KTZ is finally going on his first cruise ship. Something I want to do for a long time. I'm hyped. Y'all, it's Monday. Let's fucking get it. Yo, Miles, Jordan, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, let's go. If you haven't set your clocks an hour forward, then um, listen to me carefully, okay? Go to CVS or uh, Walgreens, even go to Target. Um, you know, go to your local grocery market, I'm pretty sure, right? Buy a decent-sized bottle of baby powder. Pour a liberal amount into your strongest hand. And then slap yourself fuck is going on man come on man what's going on um no cap that hour fucked me up especially with my intermittent diet and i'll explain to you why more so in a little bit i'm good i feel good it's kind of a, a weird thing with what's going on with, with the diet i'm not gonna talk about it i'm good I, I thought about like breaking it thought about other shit this is gonna happen and again it's not the late night snacks which i thought it'd be it's that motherfucking waking up at 6, 6.30 in the morning and not being able to eat until fucking, you know, 12. That's what is fucking me up. Anyways, the weekend um, started a little spooky. Is that the word? Yeah, I could say that. You know, um, had my golf lesson. Of course, Rondell Barrio's a fucking beast. Um, shout out to my man, Stephen Maubon. You know, got my lesson in. Could not, I just couldn't hit the ball. And then I don't know what's going on in my mind. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck was up. But as soon as some pressure was applied, people were watching. I was good. Problem is, I've had a great back. I don't know what the fuck is up. Anytime I hit the ball on my own for a little while, fuck my entire back up. I don't know what happened. Happens to the best of us. That's what they say. That's what my, my coach said. But anyways, my kids get out of school real early. Um, on Fridays, they get out of school kind of early. So I decided to reward them and take them to Dave and Buster's. You know, I'm in a good mood. 
Uh, I, I just came back from Riff, picked up some new kicks, right? Picked up a couple, some Air Maxes, you know, my pot Jeff blessed me with some shit, got my wife some new shoes. You know, I'm, I'm fresh, right? I got to eat at Tot twice this week. Like I'm back-to-back days too, by the way, you know, so I'm just feeling real good. I'm like, you know what? Let me take London and ride at a fucking Dave and Buster's, you know? So I hit my boy Popeye up, you know, shout out to the play group, Dave and Buster's corporate and everything. And um, I pay my housekeeper in cash. Because as you, if you know, um, why you snitch on yourself? Man, fuck out of here, bro. If they listen to this shit, then it is what it is. But, you know, as of very recently, if you send over 600 bucks, 700, 600 bucks, you send over 600 bucks on Zelle, Venmo, PayPal, anything, the IRS checks it out. And I don't want to fucking, you know, fuck up her income situation. Take that out. That's on her. Now, what am I trying to get at? I used to carry six, seven bands in cash on me on a regular basis. This is something from like 2004 to like 2019. Always had cash on me. I don't know what the fuck it was. Like, yo, I don't know if it's because I had bad credit for a long time and I felt like, yo, if I need to get something, I'm gonna get something. You know, I could just get whatever, boom. Never had an issue, whatever, you know, not, never been pressed, never had these problems. And in today's times, you know, you don't really want to carry that type of shit. Now, two different things. One, I got a permit to carry a gun. So I'm not playing with motherfuckers no more. You know, I'm just not. It's not about anything about being tough. It's got nothing to do with that at all. It's about motherfuckers is tired. We over this shit, you know? So I usually carry like around three, four hundred fucking dollars, maybe max. All right. I decided to have my my housekeeper's salary in my pocket. Now, one thing about me, if you guys know about me, is I don't give a fuck how much, it, how dumb it looks, whatever people say. I usually wear, I don't really wear jeans that much anymore, right? I don't wear denim. I don't wear pants like that. I usually wear waistbands that have elastic in them, right? Sweats, track pants, all that type of shit, even shorts, whatever. One of my favorite things, especially because I travel so much, is I love having zippers and pockets because that shit keeps everything in. So, you know, I'm not tripping them, right? Now, both my kids have Dave & Buster's wristbands, meaning they ain't got to go in their pockets or nothing. My kids don't care whether they're going to carry fucking credit cards and, you know, they don't even bring their phones with them. They got their Apple Watch on one end, you know, so we can get a hold of them, any emergencies. They don't got no money. They don't need money for what? They got their Dave & Buster wristbands that they click on the games. And I got my card. So my dumb ass is wearing basketball shorts, not thinking about it. We're having a great time. Uh, London won a doll for Kaya because she didn't come. Won some stuff for his friends. He's starting to feel good about himself. He's starting to keep his points, starting to get tickets. We're having a good old time. And we leave Dave and Buster's. Had a great time. Thank you again, Dave and Buster's. Appreciate it. Leave. I think I stopped at uh, Starbucks and got a coffee. And we drive. Me and London had a really good talk. It's been a minute since me and London really had to, You know, I have these talks with Kaya and, and Ryder. And, you know, Kai's so young, but we still have great talks. London's still very shy, um, very smart, but, you know, it's just, it was amazing. We had this great talk. And, you know, about an hour and 10 minutes later, I don't know why, but I started looking through my pockets and I was like, wait a second, you know, okay, so I got my little wallet here, which is not a wallet, it's a rubber band. And I see like $17 in cash. And I'm like, you know what? 
I had like some money on me. And to be exact, it was $1,721, okay? Not exactly, you know, $2,000, just a short of two bands. And I called Popeye and I said, dog, I made a beeline straight for here, stopped at Starbucks, went home, used the app for Starbucks, did not go into my pockets at all, checked inside my car twice just to make sure, thought about how I paid for parking, everything I said, it makes sense. And I said, Doc, you just check. So at that point, it's not that I was mad, you know, I, I was kind of bummed out about the money, but it was more so like, look, whoever finds this, I really hope they're doing bad. Not doing bad, but like they could use that 17, right? That was like $1,700. You know, that might be a lot to some people and it could help a lot of people out. Rent, I don't know, gas is fucked up. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. But it put a little irritation in my head just because of negligence, right? Me doing too much, not paying attention, not having my zippered pockets and just thinking about that. So I go ahead, have dinner, chilling. My wife is like, you know, there's a lot we could do with that, blah, blah, whatever. I'm sorry, like she could do with it. I'm just like, babe, it is what it is. It's done. And um, I forgot where the fuck I'm headed because this is Friday night. And Friday night, I'm feeling all right. And I forgot where I was going, but I get a phone call from Popeye. And he's like, dog, I always have faith in my crew. And apparently I was playing that game, Jurassic Park, which is London's favorite. And it came out of my pocket right there, stack in a rubber band. And they knew that one of the technicians found it. And it was not that crowded, but it got real crowded when we was leaving. And the dude was like, it had to be Ben Baller that left this. Who else would carry this kind of cash? And I don't think it was that much cash, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, beautiful fucking thing. I don't believe in karma necessarily, but I believe, you know, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's just a different thing, you know, necessarily if you do bad, bad's going to happen, blah, blah, you do good, good's going to happen. I don't believe everything about it, but, you know, my karma has been on point. Did I just contradict myself? Maybe. Uh, so, yeah, I appreciate Dave & Buster's. So I tried to give some money to them. They wouldn't accept it. Saturday morning, I pulled up there at around 10.30 a.m. before Kaya's friend's birthday party. And I decided to stop right across the street from the Dave Busters, There's a little liquor store there. There's a homeless dude there. I said, how you doing, boss? Came $100. Didn't say thank you. Didn't say you're welcome, blah, blah, whatever. I just handed him the 100 and I took off. I got in the car, took off. Boom. Kaya had to go to this party. She has her first little crush. It's funny because the kid that she has a crush on's parents are old friends of mine. Anyways, Saturday afternoon, I go meet up with Israel. Adesanya, and um, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm certain he's going to come on the podcast. I want to do it when it's on video. Very well-versed dude. He's um, He jumped on the Mike Tyson hot boxing uh, podcast, and I'm excited. Uh, and, you know, I was thinking about the Mike Tyson podcast, actually, right? You know, some of these guys, they do seasons because they interview people. So he's, like, on season four. But, like, I don't even know if he's at episode 100. Or whatever. And that, that, everyone does different things. There's that podcast window that I like. You know, they go through seasons. It takes hours and hours and hours of completion stuff. And I'm doing a different thing here. Motherfuckers is working around the clock here. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're on episode 258 in this bitch. Anyways, going back. Israel's, uh, he's already out, headed to Mexico. And then I think he's going to New Zealand from there. And, um, you know, I'm probably not going to see dude till July. Probably got a fight coming up. And, just a great dude, man. Pulled up on set of him filming something, and Ryder really wanted to meet him. And as I've told you guys now, for a couple of months, Ryder has been uh, practicing jujitsu, 
BJJ. And, um, you know, he's picking it up really well, paying attention, listening and everything. And he wanted to meet Israel because his sensei and other people have talked about it. So, oh, you know, your dad knows this guy. Boom. So I said, hey, man, is you mind if I pull up with my son? He wants to meet you. And my son don't want to meet anybody. He don't care. Actually, he wants to meet Elon Musk, but he doesn't care about nobody else. So, you know, Ryder's just a character. Pulls up, and my wife is like, he's got to wear his karate gi. And I'm like, all right, man. We get there, and Iz is already ready for him. Like, gave my son a glove, a UFC glove, signed. Was going over pointers, like no bullshit. Going over fucking arm bars, going over fucking back escapes and, you know, mounts and stuff like that. And I was tripping. I was crazy. And, you know, we filmed a little bit of it, but there, we were there for a minute talking. And it just, look, man, I'm going to be a forever supporter of my dude. Win or lose, seems like he's on the up and up. But that type of shit, my son is never going to forget that. That was like one of the coolest moments of being a dad and all that. And on top of that, Israel's just a fucking good guy, you know. And, and, and on the other end, I got one of the most famous NBA players. And not even just most, one of the most like skilled NBA players Cussed me on my DMs because I made Israel a grill. And he's been asking me for one. I'm not going to say who it is. It's just fucking weird. Now, speaking of NBA players, Saturday night, I get invited to a fancy-ass dinner hosted by of the most popular basketball player playing right now who happens to wear um, a jersey for a team in, in this city. I signed an NDA, so I'm, I'm going around the things I can talk about, right? Um, his name rhymes with Tron. Can I, can, I say, can I say that? I'm just wondering. Anyways, the food was excellent. We did not talk at all whatsoever. 24 fucking people at a table. You know, I knew some people there, some celebrities. I met some, made some new friends. I don't really care about making new friends and shit, but it was kind of funny. And uh, my wife hits me up and tells me the boys, they're going crazy. So I was kind of like my little exit plan. And it was kind of cool, but it was funny because... You know, he went out of his way to, to meet everybody here and there, but it's kind of like we stayed away from each other. It's fucking weird as hell. It was fucking crazy. But um, I know it wasn't his crib. Leaving that crib made me want to get rid of a ton of shit. Like, I threw away a bunch of stuff. I got some clothes to the side. Got some stuff from my employees. And it just made me want to get organized. Put my T-shirts, everything away, get everything rocking. Like, I thought about it. Like, there's no... And again, you know what, man? No kids live at that house, and I know it for a fact. I met the owner of the crib. But like, you know, I got three kids. We got dogs. We have all this shit. So I was just thinking like, yo, man, I don't want to see clothes lying around. I don't want to see boxes. Just It just made me feel like I, I got to get this shit cracking. You know, so I stayed up till 1 a.m. getting like shit organized and, and just fucking just super hyped doing that. But my wife is going to take some time with her, man. I just... I don't know, man. Like, I just, I want to start from, a, you know, some scratch again, but I just don't want to talk about this moving shit all over again. Anyways, pivot. Guys, the Korean John Cusack is finally going on his first cruise ship. Now, I've been wanting to do this shit since 2004, since the MySpace days, right? I've talked to some people say, oh, cruises are whatever here and there. Some people say, cool, here. And I hear different opinions, right? Some people say, oh, the Disney cruise, the shit, cool, whatever, great. Look, we were dropping bread on a couple trips coming up. And then I watched this documentary called The Secret Life of Cruise Ships. 
and I got obsessed. Now, my mother-in-law has been going on cruises for the last like 20-something years, okay? My mother-in-law, Tita, baby, she is the professional cruise ship writer. She knows every fucking thing about cruise ships, about cruises. She knows everything, literally. And you know, 70% of the damn staff on these cruises are Filipinos, so I'm fucking pumped. My father-in-law knows what the deal is. He goes on all the cruises with her. They know everything, whatever, you know, what kind of states room, all the other shit. And, you know, I got like the fucking nicest suite you can get or the nicest suite they had. There was one thing over, but it wasn't going to connect with the rooms. But we got a nice fucking suite. Motherfucker's spending car money on a cruise. I'm excited. And we're going to definitely hit that Disney cruise soon now because now, you know, the kids are ready to go and we're, I'm, I'm excited. But I am fucking pumped about this whole situation with the cruise. Like, you know, 24 hours a day, there's food, even though I'm not eating except from 12 to 8 p.m. But, you know, we stop in, uh, you know, four different fucking, uh, what do I say, cities, countries, what the fuck, am I, I mean, city, I guess states, cities, whatever. You know, this is a grand, grand luxury cruise ship. You know, there's movies, there's anything I fucking want to do. And, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I know it's, it's a while from now, but I'm going to record the show on there. It, it's going to be some shit. You know, and it's expensive, but fuck it. It's an experience and I'm, I'm hyped. I'm just, I don't know, bro. I don't know what it is. When I think about cruise ships, especially when I didn't have the diet, I thought about 10 times more. You want some motherfucking cake? All right, three in the morning, you want to wake up, walk around, boom. You want to go gamble? You want to go watch a movie? You want to go in the motherfucking, you know, water park? There's everything. There's a fucking little miniature hospital in there, right? There's thousands of people. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm pumped. Only problem is, I just realized that writer's passport just expired, so I got to go fucking do that expedited shit. I know it's a fucking nightmare. Uh, one with kids, because both parents, you know, got to be there and everything. And so we're going to figure all that out, and this is fucking important. But again, I'm pumped. Woke up Sunday morning, was excited because I was going to have Korean barbecue with, with Kaya and actually the entire family. You know, it's our family meal. And I wake up to Kanye, again, losing his fucking mind. And this time, some text messages were shared between him and Pete Davidson, right? And the thing is this. I don't know Pete well. I know he's real close with Cuddy. If I even bring up any kind of negative energy around about his name, Cuddy immediately started getting mad. So I don't even get into it, right? But I know dude's a stand-up comic. You know, it's pretty funny. He's hard on himself, you know. He obviously, you know, knocked down per se that, you know, one of the baddest women in the world is what people think. I mean, as far as like a catch, yeah, for sure Kim is, you know, I mean, regardless if she's got four kids, you know, who she is status wise and everything else. And for, my, my, listen, for the most part, even when me and Kim were beefing, she's still a cool person. Like I never had any issues with her. But anyways, you know, Ye was kind of like, Pete tried to talk some sense into him. He's actually talking logic. And, you know, yeah, hit him with the, hold on, dog. You, are you cussing on me? Using profanity? And it's that bitch fucking weirdo, goofy-ass shit where he's like, you know, yeah, try to take the, all the cuss words off his album. And he's on some other shit right now. He's super religious and all this. And he's like, oh, man, why can't you find God? Dog, watch the movie Religious. Watch Religious with Bill Maher. And after that, you ain't got to say shit to me. And people say, oh, man, if you watch Genius, if you watch Genius, you'd understand why he's not. No, no, dog, I could watch the movie 17 times. They don't excuse a grown-ass man acting like a fucking jackass, period. But Pete might have said something like shit or whatever. He didn't say anything crazy. He goes, oh, you want to use profanity? Hey, dog, where are you right now? Where are you at? In the text message to Pete, and Pete said, I'm in 
bed with your wife and sent a selfie, dog. And it was just like, yo, I ain't gonna lie. All them months, him calling him skeet and clowning him and this and that, yo, I'm gonna keep it a buck. All those shots, the video, everything, all the little things he did, all that goofy ass shit, that motherfucker Pete got yay got he about, got yay back good. Yay melted down, went into a rant, started talking about this, that, and the third, and all that shit didn't even fucking matter. And I understand where he's coming from because I've seen it happen with some of my friends who have kids and whatever. And you know what? My man ain't right. You know, my boy D.L. Hewley, you already know, that's my dog. It's my golf partner. Been in the game a long time. Dude is an OG, a real L.A. gangster, ex-gangbanger. He went at D.L. because D.L. said some comments, opinions that were facts as well. And I think like, bruh, man, the bottom line is, before we go on a commercial break, Kanye needs some help, man. He, he really does, man. He really is tearing down his legacy. Like, imagine if Tom Brady or Michael George, just the, the gambling shit ain't going to tear, just being a complete jackass, like 10 times worse than Tiger sleeping with fucking 17 fucking hookers. It's just really, really bad. And on that note, we're going to jump into some commercials, man. Yo, Miles, you already know the fucking deal. We'll be right back, y'all. Life is short, and um, life insurance is really important. Life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones that you love? If you're asking yourself this question, choose Ladder. Ladder is 100% digital, no doctors, no needles, no paperwork, when you apply for $3 million in coverage or less. You just need a few minutes and a phone or a laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out instantly if you're approved. No hidden fees. Cancel anytime. Get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. And ladder policies are issued by insurers with long, proven histories of paying claims. They're rated A and A plus by AM Best. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, now's the time to cross it off your list. So go to ladderlife.com slash baller today to see if you're instantly approved that's l-a-d-d-e-r life.com slash baller ladderlife.com slash baller march is here and the madness has officially begun it's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the non-stop action with my bookie Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin, a Doodle NFT, and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for a player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today with MyBookie and use promo code BENBALLER to make your first deposit earning a free entry into the My Bracket contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th and close on March 17th at 12 p.m. So make sure you get your deposit in now 
Use promo code BENBALLER to secure that free entry. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. How did you choose which internet service provider to use? The sad thing is most of us have very little choice because ISPs operate like monopolies in the regions they serve for people like us. They use this power to take advantage of customers. But worst of all, many ISPs log your internet activity and then sell that data to other big tech companies and advertisers. To prevent ISPs from seeing my internet activity, I protect all my devices with ExpressVPN. So what is ExpressVPN? It's a simple app for your computer or your smartphone that encrypts all your network data and tunnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot be seen at all or any of your activity. Just think about how much of your life is on the internet. Sadly, the list of people you've messaged, sites you've visited, and videos you've watched get tracked by tech giants who can sell your information for profit. That's the reason I recommend ExpressVPN as the best way to hide your online activity from your ISP. You just download the app, tap one button on your device, boom, you're protected. ExpressVPN does all of this without slowing your connection. That's why it's rated the number one VPN service by Business Insider and The Verge. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to keep me private online. Visit expressvpn.com slash baller. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash baller to get three extra months for free. Go to expressvpn.com slash baller right now to learn more. Yeah, yeah. So we're back. And um, you know who else is back? Tom fucking Brady. I felt like he was going to come back. I didn't think it was over, over just yet. Now, did he know two months ago he was going to come back? I don't think so. I mean, he, he, he you know, I think the situation with Giselle and all that um, was real. But, you know, I think he saw fucking Encanto like fucking 25 fucking times. We watched it 30 times here. He's like, fuck this shit. I got to get the fuck back out in the fucking field. You know what I'm saying? I know. Because I've been spending a lot of time with my kids and my wife. And I, you can get, kids could be a lot. And so I know, you know, he's like, fuck this. I'm going to go out there and get it. Um, I know that the Buccaneers were going after Deshaun Watson. I don't think they're pursuing super hard, but they're definitely looking at him. Um, from what I hear, who fucking knows? Deshaun is choosing between Carolina and, and Seattle. I don't really believe the Seattle part. I would love if he came here. But, you know, Deshaun does have the same agent as Quandre. And if Quandre don't resign, I highly doubt Deshaun's going to sign. And uh, that's a whole nother episode of problems that we got going on. But Tom is good. And I think that um, either he's going to really try to get that ring and, and make it to the NFC Championship, right? And take out the Rams, whoever else. Or he's not going to do as good. And, and that's it. He, and it's time for him to hang it up. But that, which it's, it's a gamble. You know, you not saying he hurts his legacy like, you know, because Jordan didn't do amazing his last year. Um, but, you know, Deshaun Watson on Friday had his grand jury you know, hearing um, not guilty. People predicted he would be guilty for sure. Wasn't, you know, real skeptical, real fishy, real sus that Deshaun Watson was never 
in any kind of trouble, knew and never heard a peep from nobody until he decided to tell people he wanted to get traded from the Texans, right? Yeah, he got a no trade clause because he has to approve the deal. It ain't about, you know, not wanting to be traded. He wants to go to the team that he wants to go to, okay? So as soon as he started throwing it out there that he wanted to get traded, all of a sudden that these rumors and all this shit comes out and so be like, yo, you should have more, bitch, shut the fuck up. I talk to attorneys all day long, right? I get sued, I sue, I listen to shit, I know what's going on behind the scenes. A majority of those women couldn't even fucking prove anything. Not even, listen, I'm talking about, when you're talking about charges that heavy, you need to be accountable for your actions, okay? You, there was no receipts, no text messages, nothing. Are they lying? I don't know. But you know what? Grand jury definitely decided on that, okay? And I'm going to say this. What's super sus is the attorney that was representing the girls is the attorney that works with the Texans. That's fucking extra sus. You know what I'm saying? Chris Brown just went to this shit. I talked about it. He was getting sued for $20 million by some girl that said she he raped her. Then he sent out some text messages and voice notes of her. You know, all this cap. A bitch was full of shit. Her attorney dropped her. Said, fuck this. The case is pretty much getting thrown out the window. And it's like, that girl should do time for accusing him. Real shit. People need to start getting fucking arrested for fucking doing false accusations. It's bullshit. So he's not guilty. You got all these fucking goofy ass motherfuckers. I don't want Sean Watson. I don't want this dude who's fucking blah blah. He's a R. Kelly. Motherfucker, how? Dog, not guilty. Prove him guilty, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't sit there. Anyone can say anything about anybody. That's the shit that's wrong with this world, man. There's this meme that's going around. Albert Einstein, right? He's telling a class like one plus one equals two, two plus two equals four, four plus four equals eight. It goes all down a list. And basically he gets one basic math problem wrong and the whole class gets on him. So you're Albert Einstein. How the fuck you mess up that? And he goes, but I got nine out of 10 questions, right? And not nobody here praised me for the nine. You just want to attack me for the one that I got missed. That's 90%. That's really good. And if you think about that, that's how the world is. And I've talked about this a lot on this show. I've talked about it to my wife. I've talked about it to a lot of people because it's not fair. You could help somebody. Get them a job. Get some money in their pocket. Get them off the street. Okay? Help them out. Change their life for them. And let's just say, I know it's fucked up. I'm not saying this is right. I'm just saying. Let's say you lied to that person. Didn't invite them somewhere. Maybe you kissed their ex-girlfriend and it was fucked up. Think about all the good shit you did. There has to be some sort of balance. There has to be some sort of, the scale is fucked up. You can't do a thousand good things. You do one wrong thing or two bad, eight wrong things. And now all of a sudden you're the fucking, you're a piece of shit. Like, come on, man, just, we got to reverse that. But, you know, I'm excited to see what the fuck is going to happen. I'm more anxious than excited but, you know, would have been dope to see Tom Brady play for the fucking Seahawks. I mean, that wasn't going to happen. But he's back. Um, and one of the guys trying to come back, and that's Colin Kaepernick, right? Tyler Lockett is a good citizen. 
you know, he must have watched Colin during his heydays when he was good. Um, there was a short window of time where Kaepernick was pretty good, you know, young. He hasn't played in, it's been over five years. And I think he said five, but it's been over five years, right? It's been maybe six seasons he hasn't played in the league. And dude, I'm going to be real with you, man. There's a few people like, you know, Kanye is a little delusional. Colin Kaepernick is 100% delusional. This dude had like a 60% QB rating. He was a really bad quarterback for the last two seasons of him playing. He couldn't even fucking play for his own goddamn team. So I don't know where the fuck you guys... You could be athletic. You could have talent and skill. That don't mean you're you're ready to play in the fucking NFL, right? Because I'll look at... Kirk Cousins is fucking garbage. Yes, he's finessing motherfuckers, getting paid, just got signed again for a big check. I guarantee Kirk Cousins, who is absolute dog shit will run circles around Kaepernick. And I'm not a fan of fucking Kirk Cousins, right? People are like, you should just at least give a tryout to Kaepernick. Go ahead. Give him one. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Give him a legit tryout. Get him out there. Tyler Lockett even said publicly, y'all go out there and run routes with you. It's all good. I'm trying to help you out. And I'm going to keep it 100. Drew Locke is horrible. Drew Locke is going to be Kaepernick in every situation, except maybe some experience situations. But nah, Doc, come on, man. Let's get real. Nah, that just ain't, ain't going to fly. You know what else ain't going to fly? Everyone has issues. Everyone has mental health problems at some point. There's not a single person. I look, look, people say, oh, I don't let anybody come into my energy. I don't da-da-da, this and that. They have that, that bullshit logic, the rapper logic. Like, I don't talk to anybody. I don't do that. Dog, grow the fuck up. Sometimes you can control not being in a toxic, you know, environment. But sometimes, dog, you got to get out and fucking be, you know, a normal person. And I know it's a double-edged sword. But the excuse for having mental health problems, you know, and having issues with that, everyone has them. It's just more vocal now than ever. But it's also a cop-out for some people, right? My daughter, she's soft. You know, my sons are soft. I'm trying to teach them how to be tougher. Trying to let them understand that they need thicker skin. Can't call on me every time. You know, I'm going to be around for the big shit. For the small shit. The words. Name calling, come on, man. Tyler said it best. He's like, internet cyberbullying? Come on, bro. Like, literally, log off the internet. Like, really, like, just straight up log off. Like, what the fuck? In real life, when you get heckled, you know, remember the guy who wrote the book, Jordan? Well, not, not, not the Jordan Rules, the, the big famous heckler that I forgot what his name was, but he was screaming at Jordan's fucking ear, screaming at him. Now, this guy was more like a comedian type people. There's people out there that definitely boo. Look at fucking Philadelphia Eagles fans. They do not fuck around. They threw shit at Santa Claus, okay? Magic Johnson doesn't even hear people who are like influential people. He's so locked in. He's so focused. He couldn't fucking hear a thing. A motherfucker could throw an ice cube at him and he'd feel like, all right, something hit me, but dog, I'm so focused on this game. Ain't shit gonna stop me, right? Kobe Bryant was one of the last people that probably had that ice, you know, that ice running through his veins. He wouldn't have heard nobody heckling him. 
I'm not saying nobody said, don't be human. I'm just saying it's a cold game when you get up to that level. Yeah, it sucks. Don't fucking play then. Oh, you know, the celebrities or athletes have feelings too. No shit. Fuck that though. You got that far and you're going to let some bitch ass motherfucker who's screaming at you or saying some shit make you cry? What kind of, what? Bros, are you, for real? I don't care if it's unpopular. I will die on that hill. I'm not giving up on some shit. I'm not losing no shit because motherfuckers are heckling me. Fucking Devin Booker tripping on some fucking mascot tripping. One of Tiger's favorite fucking words, right? One of his most favorite words is compartmentalize your feelings. Compartmentalize your feelings, okay? Get that shit together. Separate the pros with the amateurs. You get in the fucking zone. I'm sorry, Naomi Osaka. I just ain't got that, man, bro. This may not be, this ain't it for you. You got all the talent. You do this, this, and this. This new shit, I just, man, nah, dog, no. If I was your dad, would I be like, yeah, man, it sucks, you know? If I was your dad, I'd be like, man, we got this far. You went through training. You got God's gift of talent. You gonna let some fucking clown in the stands that say, you suck, fuck with your head? You ain't ready to be out here then. Straight up. We getting soft, man. We getting motherfucking soft. Straight up. And I just want to let you guys know that goes with everything in life. Business, whatever. You know, you work hard. It's fine. Working hard ain't going to be enough. But if you at least do that, you know, shit, man. I don't know what to say. I didn't watch a lot of TV this weekend. You know, that doesn't mean I didn't watch Force. You know I had to watch Force. Let me tell you something. Motherfucking episode was good. Tommy's getting it. He's getting back in his shit. They, I, I could tell they they starting to get real, real nasty with it. Right? Batman still sucked. I'm not trying to hear it from nobody. But yeah, Tommy, Force, is getting there. Um, my favorite show on TV, Bosch, just announced that Bosch Legacy, which is him now not being a Hollywood Police Department detective, and he's a private investigator. That drops on May 6th. I cannot fucking wait for that to come on. Um, but yeah, y'all. Look, short episode. Wanted to get my point across. Want to put this out there for you guys. Anybody who has a company that's starting out, this ain't no Kickstarter. This is something else. You got a company that you're starting out and you need an investor. Don't waste my time. Do not waste my time. Hit up Ben Baller to the blockchain at gmail.com if you have something real. If you have something life-changing, an app, something that you think is going to change. If you have a chicken business that tastes different, something, boom. Got to be in America at the point right now, right? I'm down to hear your shit. I'm down to get involved. Down to get some business affair people. Write up a contract if it gets that far. But we got some interesting people that listen to this podcast. So BTB Army, if you got something, like I said, that's life-changing, let me hear about it. Let's get this shit cracking. And I want you guys to have a great week. You already know the deal, man. Make it a great day. Make it a great week, okay? 
As long as you are better today than you were yesterday, as long as you're a better person this week than you were last week, try to be a better person tomorrow than you were today. That's all I ask, right? Hold your head up high. I love you guys. Make sure you're subscribing to the show. If you listen to this for the first time, you know, catch up on the other episodes. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this show. Let's keep these ratings going. Let's keep these downloads going. Videos coming soon. And yo, I am out of here. I love you guys, man. Yo, Lakey Lake. Yes, sir. Take us to the crib, fam. <laughs>